Hello, friend. I'm Mike McCurry. You are listening to the Bible Track Echoes radio broadcast, and I'm very thankful that you are. For those of you that have been longtime listeners to the program, you may notice the faint sounds of an interesting background sound. You see, right now, I'm sitting on my parents' back porch. You may be asking, hey, Brother Micah, difficult financial times. Did you move back in with your parents? Well, not quite. I'm actually spending just a few days with them and my wife and my two children, my parents' grandchildren. We're enjoying some needed time away, just spending some relaxation time with my family. And that background sound you might be hearing is a little birdie, beautifully singing over my right shoulder in a tree back there somewhere here on my parents' back porch, enjoying time with family, but enjoying the fact that even though the setting, the surroundings may be a little bit out of the ordinary, I get to be speaking to you right now at this appointed time. I don't know if you're listening to the radio broadcast on its normally scheduled time and channel, or maybe you're listening after the fact on the podcast, the on-demand archived version. Maybe you're even watching the video version on YouTube or on Facebook. Regardless, I want to say thank you very much for your listenership. If this is your first time or your first time in a long time, welcome. If you're a longtime faithful listener, we greatly appreciate you as well. We are going to find our place in the book of Psalms. Find your Bible. Don't just listen to me read unless you're driving right now, in which case keep both hands on the steering wheel, both eyes on the road, and I will read it for you. But if you have the opportunity, grab your Bible, turn to the book of Psalms. Psalm 31 is where we will find our place this week on Bible Tract Echoes. We've been talking about what is in his hands. What is in God's hands? He has tender. He has compassionate. He has loving hands, and I'm very grateful that he does. But what's in his hands? Well, Thomas, in the book of John, he wanted to see those nail prints, didn't he? Well, today, we're going to see what else is in God's hands. What else is in Jesus's hands? Turn to Psalm 31. While you do so, let me tell you about a gospel tract. I've been using this one here and there. It's called Memorial Stones. Now, of course, Memorial Day was not too long ago, but this would be a great one. I'll have to remember to bring this one up before this upcoming next year's Memorial Day, but this particular gospel tract would be a phenomenal one for that sort of recognition, that sort of, I don't know if I'd call it a celebration, but that sort of day of remembrance. You see, this gospel tract it uses the a young boy and a father walking through a funeral yard, walking through a cemetery, walking through a place where there are headstones. And daddy, it begins with this, please tell me about these stones. The father says, well, son, these stones are loving memorials of departed loved ones. They mark the graves of moms, dads, brothers and sisters, grandmothers, grandfathers, neighbors, and good friends. Some, as I mentioned, are in memory of soldiers who died to preserve our freedom. These stones speak of our love and respect for the ones that are buried here. 
This gospel tract right here would be a phenomenal one to use maybe in the aftermath of a funeral or around a cemetery type situation. Let me encourage you, if you would, to visit BibleTracksInc.org today to get your very own copies of this gospel tract. You can get them, as always, for free at BibleTractsInc.org. Let me encourage you to do so today. Find your place in the book of Psalm 31. We've been talking about what is in his hands. We'll continue with this thought. Psalm 31, 15. The Bible says, My times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of mine enemies and from them that persecute me. On Monday, we talked about the fact that each person, each saved soul, those that know Christ as their Savior, you, my friend, are in his hands. And if you don't know Christ as your Savior, I'd recommend that today you come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ before it's eternally too late. But let's say you know Christ. You know that each person is in his hands. Who else or what else is in his hands? Well, there is great power in the hands of Almighty God. We talked about a, a boxer, a bruiser of a man, someone with great knockout power in their hands. Well, I'm glad that our God doesn't just have knockdown, knockout power in his hands. No, friend, he's loving and tender and compassionate as well. We read from the book of Exodus, chapter 15, verses 4 through 6, where Moses was singing about Pharaoh's chariots and his host hath he cast into the sea. And how did he do it? In thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. Of course, we know there's great power, but there's one other thing that I want to talk about today, and we'll discuss one or two more tomorrow. But I want you to realize that the present is in his hands. But not only that, as the book of Psalms 31 mentions, Psalm 31, 15, my times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of mine enemies and from them that persecute me. Not only is the present in his hands, but also forever. You know, it would be wise of us to trust God as much down here as we do trust him for eternity. It's amazing. We're willing to sign on the dotted line, if you will, pray a prayer, believe in our heart, confess with our mouth and say, Jesus, I, I want you to be my Lord and Savior. Take me to heaven when I die. I'll trust you for eternity. But I can't trust you enough to take care of the next house payment. I can't trust you enough to take care of this circumstance or that situation or this issue of life. I can trust you for eternity, but I can't trust you for the present. How sad. You see, friend, the present and forever is in God's hands. How unfortunate it is to know the creator of the world, the creator of time itself, and not to trust him as we should. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1 says this, To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven. We know that he said to everything there is a time, and we know that time is in his hand. I want you to turn to the book of Daniel chapter 2. We'll find our place there in just a moment. Daniel chapter 2. Not only does he hold time, the present and the future in his hand, but Daniel chapter 2 verse 20. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, 
for wisdom and might are his, and he changeth the times and the seasons. He removeth kings and setteth up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. He revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with him. I'm reminded of the little boy who was asked, why are you so afraid of the dark? And he said, I'm not afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of what's in the dark. Well, as a Christian friend, you don't need to be afraid of the dark. You don't need to be afraid of what's in the dark because he has power over all of it. And this is an excellent segue, this uh, set of verses to our next thought. The present, time, forever, that's in his hands. But also we continue on the principalities, the kings, the presidents of this world. Now understand this, I am an American I have uh, great pride in the fact that I get to stand in a land of freedom and liberty and the great red, white, and blue. Can I tell you, friend, as soon as our country is not one nation under God, we will be one nation gone under. But can I tell you, this thought is not just for the Americans listening. Of course, there are radio stations well outside the continental United States that play this program. I'm very thankful for that. I'm thankful for our listeners. I was just looking. We had some in Ethiopia and Liberia and Spain and different places, New Zealand of all places, all over the world. People listen to this program. I'm very thankful for that. But can I tell you, this applies to you as well. Those in power in your government, they are in God's hands. Proverbs 21, 1 says this, The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of water. He turneth it whithersoever he will. You know, it may seem like God is nowhere near our legislative branch, our judicial branch, our executive branch. It may seem like God is nowhere near that mess in your state's capital city or in Washington, D.C. Can I, can I tell you, friend, no matter how dark, no matter how drear, no matter how dismal things may be, God has never reneged on this commitment to the fact that the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. I have to wonder if God's people would pray instead of posting on social media how much they don't like whoever may be in power in your state or at the federal level. And can I tell you, this goes for both parties. This goes for the independents, the Republicans, the Democrats, and whatever you want to fill in the blank with your home country if you're from outside the U.S. Can I tell you, friend, they all need Jesus. And they need Christians that will be a shining light and will get down on their knees and pray. If we'd spend half the time we did complaining about our government as we did praying about our government. Can I tell you, Fred, I think, I think, I think, I, I would hazard a guess that if we prayed more than we complained, God could do a mighty work and shake a nation from its leadership on down. We need to do our job. Yes, we need to vote. We need to push for that which we believe is right. But understand this, the end result has been and always will be up to God. God is not going to stuff a ballot box for you. I would hazard a guess that if Christians would do what they should do, our country, I'm speaking of the U.S., would not be in the shape that it is right now. Work like it all depends on you. Pray like it all depends on God. 
We've talked today about the fact that the present and forever, time itself, is in his hands. We've talked about the fact that the principalities of the world, the presidents of this world, they are also in his hands. May I counsel you to remember that the next time you see an issue with that which comes across your TV screen? I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, would, I would counsel you to not spend too much time focused in on the CNN, MSNBCs, Fox Newses of this world. You, you fill in the blank. I don't, I don't care. Most of the news is just depressing. Can I tell you, friend, that we need to pray. We need to work. We need to do what God wants us to do because at the end of the day, it's all in his hands. Join us tomorrow right here on the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast. I greatly appreciate the fact that you would take of your time to meet with us for just a few moments here on this program. Greatly appreciate you joining us here in the middle of the week. Have a great day for his glory. Don't forget, Saturday, October 1st, 2022, we're having a grand opening at our brand new building in Odell, Illinois. We'd love to see you there. If you have any questions at all, contact us. The announcer will tell you how in just a moment. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.